MSW Media. Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Fight, fight, fight. Fly, fly Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. touchdown. One, two, One, two, three. Hit them high. Watch our eagles fly, fly. We're massacring eagles fly. On the road to victory. Let's bring it home. E A G L E S Eagles. Spelling. Go. We are ripped. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. But this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Ho, 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 everybody. Welcome to the final show of the year. What a year it's been. Very fortunate to have had some amazing guests on this show in 2022. Some standouts just off the top of my head include we Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick was recently on, one of my favorite bands of all time. My favorite part of that interview was when he explained to me why Robin Zander of Cheap Trick, the lead singer, so famously speaks so slowly when introducing I Want You to Want Me and Surrender on the Live at Budokan album. It was because they were in Japan and the organizers of the concert asked him to speak slowly so people could understand him. That's why he says, I want you to want me. There you have it. little trivia for you. Wouldn't have learned that if Rick Nielsen hadn't been on the show. Got to reconnect with Dita Von Teese this year. I have chatted with her in probably a decade. And she came back on this program. And, uh, well, I mean, this first time on What We're Drinking, she'd been on some of my other shows, my Sirius XM show, and maybe that was just that. I don't know. She's fantastic, and I loved having her on. There was my old pal Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was on the show. Oh, we had so much fun. William H. Macy, Phil Rosenthal, Tom Caltabiano, Steven Soderbergh, Scoop McNary, Scotty Pippen, Caitlin Bristow, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all the Bachelor shows, I don't know, Paradise, all of them. She was amazing. I loved her being on here. And of course, our regulars, Colin Donnell, Brad Jaffe, Scott Alexander, Una Green, Joe Beatrice, Zane Lamprey. I love all of these people, and they all grace the program. And, of course, the great comedians that took part in our live recordings that we did. You got Joe DeRosa, Sean Patton, Natalie Cuomo, Maddie Smith, Francis Ellis, Little Sasquatch, Justin Silver, and on and on and on. I, The bottom line, I've just been very fortunate. And, of course, having you tune in week to week. That's the biggest blessing of all. Speaking of live shows, I got some news for you. Going to be doing what we're drinking 
with Dan Dunn and friends live at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City, Thursday, January 5th at 8 p.m. in the main room. And hot damn do we have an A-list lineup of comedians joining me on the panel for that one. Christina Hutchinson and Joe DeRosa are back. And Tim Butterly and Colin Terrell are going to be there. Both very, very, very funny gentlemen. It's going to be a blast. The show is sponsored by Copper Dog Blended Scotch Whiskey. And with every ticket purchased, you get a free Copper Dog drink. That's right complimentary with the price of admission, which is going to be only $20. That's what a drink costs in New York. So you're getting into the show for free, essentially. For tickets, go to thestandnyc.com. Again, that's Thursday, January 5th at The Stand. And the following night, I'm headed down to Philadelphia, my hometown, Philadelphia, where I will be guest hosting along with Adam Carolla himself, the Adam Carolla show at Helium Comedy Club in Philly, Friday, January 6th. We're taking January 6th back. We're making it about fun, not insurrection at Helium in Philly. For tickets and information, go to adamcarolla.com slash events. And if you're in the Philly area, I would love to see you at that show. Just like if you're in the New York area, I'd love to see you at my show on the 5th. So much happening. Huh. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. We know what's coming with it. We can't face it alone. Okay. So as I did last year at this time, and will likely do next holiday season, I want to speak to something terrible that's going on right now. Talking about war, people. Specifically, the war on Christmas drinking. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Now, among my fondest memories growing up in Philly was when the whole family would pile into our beat-up old station wagon on Christmas Eve, and we would drive out to the surrounding suburbs and see these ornate light displays on rich people's houses. Now, my mom always drove. She told us that it was because she knew the best blocks for driving the lights, and because my stepdad's specialty was spotting Santa's sleigh in the night sky. But while it's a fact that my stepdad spent most of those rides gazing out the window into the darkness, I knew the real reason he never drove the lights was because he had his own special tradition, guzzling beer the whole time we were out looking at lights. And he was amazing at it. He averaged about a Budweiser and a half per house, two if we lingered at one of those places that looked like something out of a Clark Griswold acid trip. My stepdad wasn't a bad drunk, mind you, just a very thorough one, at least when it came to Christmas. Every year, like clockwork, started hitting the sauce with a purpose around about December 22nd, and he kept going till the final college bowl game on New Year's Day. Then he would let everyone know he wouldn't be touching another drop till the lead up to St. Patty's Day, which started around the second week of January. Back then, it never struck me as odd to see a grown man grog his way straight through a holiday season, probably because all the other grown men and women on our block were doing the same thing right alongside him. Drinking, eating, singing, doing who knows what else. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. We lived in a blue-collar neighborhood full of roofers, nurses, firefighters, construction workers, and getting blotto for 12 days straight was our parents' reward for busting their asses all year long just to keep roofs over our heads. They didn't invent this behavior. No, 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 no. Though they might have been uh, 
dim on the details, it turns out they were following a tradition that dates back to the Middle Ages, when peasants would go wassailing. It's a fancy way of saying the poorer folk would walk around their village, knocking on the wealthier folks' doors and demanding booze in exchange for loud, drunken song. Those poor bastards weren't going to be denied, as evidenced by the infamous third verse of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, wherein the mob switches from good wishes and good tidings and asking for figgy pudding to make it clear they weren't fucking around. Maybe you could put a little pep in your step. You remember this part, right? We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it out here. By the way, next time you hear this in one of those heartwarming K's jewelry commercials, just remember, it's actually the song of an angry, drunken mob. And woe betide the stingy Brahmin who denied the rabble their wassail bowl. Miserly houses were targeted with acts of mischief or vandalism. It was basically Halloween except on Christmas. And with adults were not only three sheets of the wind, but infinitely better than children at stomping decorations. Ah, <sighs> truly was the most wonderful time of the year. Which is to say, my stepdad's biggest problem wasn't drinking too much at the holidays. It was not getting out of the car and singing at the top of his lungs until the McWelvingtons came out and gave everyone shots of Jameson. So while I'm not convinced there's a war on Christmas, but if there is, someone should tell the malls because those places are Christmas as fuck. I'm now convinced there is a war on Christmas drinking. Take what happened to me the other day. A couple friends of mine got lit up, headed over to Brentwood to get our wassail on, and we were arrested before we even got to the second verse of Hopelessly Devoted to You. Now I think if Mr. Travolta had just come outside with a bottle of tequila, all would have been forgiven. See, the old school with sailors were shameless, and if we really want to make Christmas drunk again, we're going to need to emulate them. Luckily, our once and possibly once again president knows a thing or two about shame and how never to experience it. When I think of his example, I don't just see glimmers of hope in our political landscape. I see 70,000 lumen spotlights of hope looking for people with the nerve to try to escape freedom. Remember how he promised to drain the swamp? I'm sure he never actually did that. But I still think the least we can do in return is drain the eggnog. And sure, he still hasn't stopped talking about wanting to lock her up. But in light of recent developments regarding his possible upcoming future in court, maybe he'll start singing a different tune this year. I'm hoping he switches to liquor up. Wait, what's that? Donald Trump doesn't drink? Oh, well. At least we all know he's dreaming of a white Christmas. Regardless, make sure you do your part to make Christmas drunk again this year. If we don't take a stand for the old ways of doing things, no one else will. It's urgent. Reestablish Christmas as a day when no one looks at you funny when you crack a bottle of scotch at 9 a.m. Besides, shouldn't parents have something to look forward to on Christmas morning, too? Hi, I'm Allison Janney, and you're here with me on What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. And that's my sexy voice. Boom. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I got some pretty good pipes, huh? Want to know my secret? It's all about keeping the vocal cords lubricated with rum. 
That's right, drinking rum can make you a great singer. You heard it here first. But not just any rum. Oh, no, 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 no. Want to impress people with your mad caroling skills? Then the rum's gotta be Batiste. Batiste rum is the first sustainable American craft rum. Use an eco-positive solar-powered manufacturing process from beginning to end. Batiste is made with 100% pure fresh cane juice, not molasses or sugar crystals. Trust me on this, if you like your tequila 100% agave, you're going to love your rum 100% cane juice. Lend me your ear and I'll sing you a song. All right, screw the song. How about a great holiday deal instead? Go to BatisteRum.com. That's B-A-T-I-S-T-E-R-H-U-M.com. Fill up your cart and enter code D-U-N-N at checkout to get 20% off everything you've ordered. You like the sound of that, don't you? Again, enter code DONE at checkout to get 20% off. Folks, Batiste Rum is great any time of the year, but especially during the festive holiday season. And remember, Batiste Rum is proof that great taste with true sustainability is not a goal for tomorrow, but a reality today. The holidays are here. You know what that means. Parties. Lots and lots of parties. Whether you're hosting a holiday shindig or attending one, ain't no better mixers than the ones from Fresh Victor. Fresh Victor is a line of all-natural, clean-label cocktail mixers that taste fantastic. They offer nine unique blends with contemporary flavors designed to suit any palate, including the two newest flavors, strawberry and lemon and grapefruit and sea salt. Yummy! All of the ingredients are fair trade sourced. There's no artificial anything. The mixers are produced at one 100% solar-powered juicing plant with absolutely no waste. And one 16-ounce bottle of Fresh Victor yields five cocktails. And the mixers are ready to drink the moment they arrive. Simply serve cold with ice and the spirit of your choice. Right now, Fresh Victor is offering a ho, ho, holy crap, what a great deal to my listeners. Simply go to freshvictor.com, fill up your shopping cart, and at checkout, enter promo code WWD20 to get 20% off your order. How's that for a sweet deal to end the year? Now's the time to treat yourself to the very best mixers on the market, and that's Fresh Victor. Okay, friends, it is the holidays. I know you got a lot to do, shopping, parties, watching games, streaming television, I don't know, whatever you're doing. I'm going to make this short. I want this to be a short episode of the podcast so I can recharge my jets and get ready for next year. 2023 is going to be the biggest year in what we're drinking history. So I'm going to leave you with a poem that is a a classic around here. It's a favorite at WWD headquarters. It's called The Bash Before Christmas. Here it goes. "'Twas the bash before Christmas and all through the house were family and friends all getting quite soused. The nog had been spiked with some rum, I should say. It could have been Santa Teresa or maybe Mount Gay. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while the grown-ups downstairs were getting lit out of their heads. There was wine, beer, liquor, and schnapps being poured, and champagne, hard cider, and port. Good Lord! I didn't bibe so much hooch over the course of this year that I figured I'd share some. Spread the good cheer. The Ocho tequila with lime was a hit, but not mixed with eggnog. Nah, that tasted like shit. The guests drank enough beer to fill a whale's bladder, while I swigged vodka soda so as not to get fatter. The single malt stash in a flash disappeared, just like my girlfriend, who said I was weird. But then who needs a girlfriend when you've got lots of Dom and Krug and Heidsick and some fruitcake from Mom? And no maid at Christmas means no costly presents, which means not spending six months in debt like a peasant. 
This is the part where I should mention St. Nick, but to be perfectly honest, he's kind of a dick. Earlier this evening, he drank all the punch, then hurled on the rug what was left of his lunch. Happy holidays, everyone! Because a few slugs are fine, but too many is wrong, and we probably should have never pulled out the bong. I was thoroughly baked as a sweet potato pie, which I devoured whole, again, because I was high. Before I tap out, let me leave you with this. I regret that it's not free booze, cash, or a kiss. It's a wish that this holiday good cheer abounds, and that Santa comes too and picks up a few rounds. I invite you to follow me at the Imbiber Twitter and Instagram at WWD underscore podcast is this podcast Instagram. And I really, truly do thank you for all the support this year. And I wish you and your family the happiest of holidays, the best new year. And I will be back strong, bad, ready to rumble in 2023 with some great guests. And uh, thank you, everybody. Cheers.